Welcome everyone. I'm Sue Barber, author, former IT director for a Fortune 500 company, turn executive coach, and this is the Visibility Factor podcast, where we explore how to raise your visibility and play bigger at work and in life. We'll explore key topics and welcome guests that help you shift your thinking about yourself so you can see new possibilities for your leadership. I'm on a mission to create a visibility movement for leaders to show their value and be seen for their true talent. Are you ready to take the next step towards a higher level of visibility for yourself? Let's go. The Visibility Factor podcast is brought to you in part by the 90-Day Visibility Breakthrough Accelerator Program. Do you believe deep down inside that you can have a bigger career, but you don't know how to get there? You can keep doing what you're doing, but what if there is a better way that could accelerate your progress? This 90-day program is a powerful experience that is unique to you and provides dedicated time to focus on your specific challenge. It gives you the time to develop big ideas and plans to execute them, including the tools, resources, and motivation needed for success. Hundreds of clients have used this same program to take them to the next level in their career and to create a better life. Join me in a 90-day experience that focuses on challenges like creating a strategic plan, how to lead an organizational change, or prepare for a career transition. This dedicated time will help you see new possibilities, recognize your strengths, and take away key insights that can be leveraged immediately. Are you ready to create a breakthrough for yourself? If you're interested in learning more, visit susanmbarber.com forward slash visibility breakthrough accelerator for more information and to sign up for the program. I look forward to seeing you there. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Visibility Factor podcast. This is Sue Barber, your host. I can't believe it, but we are at the end of 2023. We're recording this a little bit earlier, but it is actually going to go out on December 28th. So I thought it might be fun to do a little bit of a year in review for 2023 and what's happened. I'll share a little bit of my experiences and stories and lessons. And I want to ask you some questions and help you reflect on that for yourself as well. So this has been an interesting year for me. I want to share a little bit about what happened personally and professionally and uh, just walk you through some reflection questions and hopefully it gives you some ideas that you can do for yourself. So I love going into a new year. I find it to be a great experience of looking back at what happened. I think about memories in my past um, when I was growing up. You know, my sister and I, when once we got to grade school and got a little bit older, my parents and my sister and I would go to a movie and, you know, go out to dinner. And then I remember one specific one where we came home and we had gotten the new Atari game. This might show my age a little bit, but we were playing Pong all night and it was so fun to do. And um, I think you can go find it on, you know, like retro Atari video game place. But it's something that I realized as I was presenting on uh, Generations yesterday that, you know, we all have gone through technology changes. And, and that was one that just reminded me of not only doing that with technology, but as a family and spending time together. And so... I think when you have a New Year's Eve, you can take the opportunity to do a little reflection, but the new year brings a clean slate, right? You can start over, it's hopeful, you can focus on new things because there's a wealth of possibilities that are open to you with a new year. So I know we can't always predict what those things are going to look like. We've all had years recently that were unpredictable and filled with uncertainty, but I also think it brings a level of excitement and celebration. So I like to choose a theme or a word at the beginning of the year. And for me in 2023, I chose the words time and space. I realized I had burned myself out a bit. 
I did what I'd always done, which is go nonstop and somehow managed to get it all done, but at a cost to me. I realized that I'd recreated my craft corporate life and my calendar and the craziness of that, and I brought that same thing into my business. It was a habit that I'd always done for so many years and didn't even realize it was happening until I started to just feel burnt out. Meetings were back to back. I said yes to all these amazing opportunities, which I didn't want to turn down because they were so fun. And I just thought it was going to help me get the book out there in a bigger way or get people to know me and maybe want to work with me. And I was so grateful for all of those things and I loved them all, but I needed to have a reset. I'd been going nonstop ever since the book had launched at the end of 2021. And then I launched this podcast and Every opportunity that came my way, I said yes to. And I, I made that an, an intentional choice. When I launched the book, I said, no matter what comes to me, I'm going to say yes. Because I knew I had a responsibility to get the book out in front of more people. And then once the podcast launched, I had plans to help me do more guest episodes and interview more people, which is important to me as well. I want to get out in front of as many audiences and give these people I'm interviewing an opportunity for them to get some visibility too. This is all part of the bigger mission and plan for my company to get visibility out and scale it to a place where more people know about it. And I think it's important to help people understand the importance of visibility, amplifying their voices, being a great leader. All those things are the reason that I started the company, but it all started to catch up with me. So I had to make some tough choices. I had to say no to some things that I absolutely loved, but I needed to let go of. And I honestly wasn't sure if I would be able to operate in a place of time and space. Remember, I've been doing go, 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 busy, busy, busy for so many years that it just felt a little uncomfortable. It wasn't something I'd ever experienced before. I'd always been nonstop. And so this was a challenge for me to try. When you are that busy, and I'm sure many of you are, it causes you to miss some things and realize what you're not doing sometimes. And I knew that I had to do a lot of things in corporate that maybe I didn't always want to do and that were required of me. But in my own business, I should be able to make different choices, right? I get to choose what I want to do. And so I started to look at what do I want to create for my life, my family, and my business. I'm sharing this with you so you can look at what may be happening for you in your busy life. Is that the life that you want? Is it the choice that you're making every single day to have that life? Maybe you can delegate more things or you can say no to the dinner that someone wants you to go to, but you really are exhausted and just need to go to bed early. What do you need to do to support yourself? That's something you need to consider. So you can create your own word or theme that supports what you want. I would happily share time and space with you if it would help you take care of yourself. I'm happy to give it to you and let you use it for 2024 in a way that works for you. So the time I had this year was amazing as I look back on it now. I checked off two big things that I wanted to accomplish when I launched the book and the podcast, but what was going to be next? What did I want to do next? And I struggled a bit to figure that out. I'd spent the last five to six years writing and preparing for the book to come out and then the podcast. I hadn't really taken the time to think about what would come next. Usually I'm very strategic, <laughs> uh, but I'd realized I'd been so focused on executing and getting everything done for those two things then I needed time to recharge and figure out my next steps. So on New Year's Eve, after everyone went to bed, I started to think about what it was I wanted to create in the new year. 
So on New Year's Eve 2022, I had written out a list that I wanted to do by the end of 2023. And as I read through that list recently, I realized that there were things that I had done and accomplished. Now, the whole list isn't complete yet. And I'm using the word yet intentionally because it doesn't mean that I failed. It doesn't mean that I haven't accomplished a lot of things. I did accomplish a lot of things that I might not have had I not spent the time to focus on them. And even though they're not all done yet, I still can, right? I can do them in 2024. So let's focus on more progress and not perfection in our lives because we all get to decide what it is we want to do with our time. And let's make 2024 the year that you do some things that you really want to accomplish. One of the things that I also did was I wrote about what I wanted my dream life to feel like and look like, what I wanted to be, do, and have. It was important to capture those things because I have big dreams, and it was important for me to think about them and write them down. So I'll go through how that turned out for you at the end of this episode, but it was kind of cool to realize how much I had actually done. So I wasn't aware of this all coming to me yet, but there were going to be some big changes in my personal life. Um, My husband had back surgery in May, which went really well, and it helped him a lot, and he recovered very quickly. He was going to be off work for six weeks, so that was going to change kind of the dynamic of my day, having him home, but I was so excited that it made him feel better, right? So that was important for him. One of my daughters accepted a role outside of our state, and we had to go get her an apartment, go pick out all the things that she needed from a furniture perspective, and help her get settled. We moved her in in June, which actually went really smoothly. But since my husband was still recovering from back surgery and couldn't lift anything, uh, I brought my son along and he helped build her furniture along with my niece. And we spent a lot of time in stores getting everything that she was going to need. So the only thing she didn't have when we left for that weekend was a couch. (laughs) Hadn't been delivered yet. So she had no place to sit down but her bed. Her air conditioning wasn't working that great, but they were working on it. So it kind of felt like a dorm situation probably for her, like she was in college again. But she was so excited and she just loved being there. She was ready to fly to New York the next day for her first day of work, which doesn't normally happen to everyone that you get on a plane, but she was going to go meet with her new boss and meet with the location that she was going to be supporting from an HR perspective. I was so excited for her just to see all the possibilities that were going to happen for her and just, I couldn't have been prouder. My other daughter was getting ready to start her master's in education, and so she was getting ready to just find new ways to continue to work with kids and help to educate them. And I know that's one of the things that she's just really passionate about. She just loves helping kids grow and learn. My son got his license this year, and he's looking at colleges. He has a great group of friends that he hangs out with, and I can just see in him how he's becoming his own person of learning how to stand up for himself and what he believes in. So for each of these topics, I'm going to share a little lesson learned. So for this one, I think the lesson for me as a parent is trust that you've done everything you can to prepare your kids for what they need to do to succeed in the world. You're going to miss them when they go away, but know that they're going to be okay without you. And that's a good thing. They're going to learn and grow and make mistakes and figure things out just like you had to do. So don't let this be a moment of trying to hold on too tightly. Give them the space to grow and be independent. Another little interesting thing that happened is we were watching my daughter's dog and uh, she decided to take off on me one Friday night and I should have let go of the leash, but I didn't. And she pulled me off balance and it was like something happening in slow motion 
and happening so fast at the same time. I fell into the grass and luckily avoided the sidewalk, but I heard my left arm make a pop and I knew it was not going to be good. All I could think of in that moment is, why didn't you let go of the leash, Sue? (laughs) But somehow I sat up quickly. In that moment, I felt a massive hit of adrenaline hit me. And I didn't know what that was at the time, but I couldn't hear in my right ear. It felt like everything was just closing in on me, like I was going to faint. And my whole right side, I realized later, was sending adrenaline to my left side of my body to help my shoulder and arm. But I couldn't lift my arm. I couldn't get off the ground. It was just weak. And so my husband happened to be down the block and he didn't realize how hurt I was. I think he felt thought that I just tripped a little bit. And so he had to come back and help me get off the ground. And all I could think of is, please don't let anybody's video cameras on their doorbells capture this and make me a meme out on the internet. And as far as I know, that's not true. No one has that video. But when we got back, um, he realized how serious it was and wanted to call the doctor. And in my head, I thought, well, maybe it's not a big deal. Maybe it'll be okay, (laughs) which was crazy. I was in denial, obviously. And so I'd never broken anything before. And I just kind of hoped it would get better. He, on the other hand, has broken his wrist and shoulder. And so he knew we needed to go see the doctor. And the good thing is that it didn't need surgery. Um, I just needed to be in a sling for a while. And I had broken my humerus. And I remember thinking, okay, universe, I hear you, right? I said I wanted time and space. And so I wasn't really thinking that was the way I wanted it to happen, but the universe will give you what you ask for. And now I had all the time and space I could handle. I wasn't sure I could do much at first. And when I'm right-handed, luckily, and it was my left arm, but I started to think about how am I going to do this? And how am I going to do that when I only have one arm? And, you know, because I'm on camera a lot for coaching people and everything, all I could think of is, how am I going to dry my hair? How am I going to curl my hair? (laughs) How am I going to do things? How am I going to get things out of the microwave, which is located above our stove? So luckily, the family was really here to help and support me, and I'm so grateful for that. And I started getting into work again. I started doing the things that I always do. On July 3rd, I slipped on the stairs and fell on the same shoulder again. But this time, I also bruised my ribs and my hip. And all I could think of is, I can't believe this just happened. I can't believe I did this again and fell on the same arm. How on earth did I do that? And it was just, I think I was in shock, honestly, that that could have happened again. And so when I went back to the doctor two days later, he did an x-ray and he said, well, you fixed one part of it and you made the other part worse. And he said, you still, I think, are going to heal okay. It's just not going to be the same range of motion that you had before. And the only other option is shoulder replacement, which obviously is not a great option. And so we decided not to do that one. But I almost felt like I needed to put myself in a bubble just to protect myself. So fast forward to the present, I can do most everything now with a lot of therapy. And uh, I think my shoulder is going to be just a work in progress for a while. I'm going to need to continue therapy and keep working at it. So my lesson learned here is hold on to the dog leash, but if the dog decides to take off on you, let it go. Hold on to the railings and stairs anywhere where you might slip. And when you don't have an arm that works properly, your brain will kick into gear and help you come up with creative ways to do things when you have any limitations in your life. So it made me think of ways that I could do things with one arm. So as I look back on this year, I can see that this is a time of reflection for me in many ways, reflecting on where I am, where I am in my business, my life, and what I really want. Time is finite, and I've seen a lot of people unfortunately pass away recently, and it starts to make you think about how much time do you have? None of us know, right? 
And so we have to take advantage of every moment that we can. And here are a few things that I did to make that happen for me. So Susie DeVille, who has been a guest on the show on episodes 5 and 28, if you're going to go check her out, um, but she created a new virtual art class that I signed up for, and it was fabulous. I It helped me get rid of my perfectionist tendencies. She's a master at introducing people to new artists, their styles, and then helping them create the art that brings out the best in all of us. And it's a class that I committed to be at. I really wanted to be there every week, and I really was sad when I had to miss it. Um, But it was a great way for me to slow down, reflect on creativity. And I absolutely have enjoyed every minute and met some wonderful women in the group. Some of my key takeaways from being in the class are that I want to incorporate more fun, play, deep connection, and experiences in my work and life. So I had to slow down to see what I was missing, those things, and I wanted more of them. So I'm focusing on all of those things in the new year, and I can't wait to share how everything turns out at the end of 2024. Imperfect action, but still taking action, even though I don't have it all figured out yet, is what I'm focusing on now. I know that I wouldn't have come up with all those things without going through this program and some of Susie's other classes, but I'm a true believer that when the student is ready, the teacher appears, and Susie is one of those people for me. I also took a class uh, to help out one of my fellow friends from the Top 3 Book Workshop. She's writing a book and testing out her content, which is something I did when I wrote my book. It really helps you know if what you are working on is working for the reader and for people taking a workshop, you can start to prove that out before you publish it. So Bessie Graham is a business and leadership strategist who helps people focus on helping their businesses make money while doing good. She calls it merging money and meaning. I learned so much from her and gained immense clarity on the focus areas of my business, my vision, mission, and values. So talk about transformational. I'm going to share some of the things that I learned on a future episode, but what I took away along with what I learned in Susie's classes is that these were just another piece of the puzzle I was trying to find and put together for myself. Um, Bessie's going to be on the show in 2024, and I, I can't wait for you to hear her message and about her new book. She is just one of those brilliant people that you want to learn more from. I also worked with a new coach, Denise Morrison, who helped me learn about myself in a bigger way this year um, because coaching just helps you reflect on things and see where you have blind spots. Even as a coach myself, there are things I still need to work on so I can be a better coach for my clients. I see it as a a nonstop journey. It doesn't have an ending. And I truly love the process of coaching and how I can see more things, how I can see things more clearly for myself. So after I published The Visibility Factor, a lot of people would come up to me and say, when's the next book coming out? And honestly, I couldn't even fathom to answer that question very well because I wasn't expecting them to ask me. But I also was just burned out. I needed some time and I knew I needed to spend time on marketing the book and getting out in front and speaking to people and doing workshops. So I needed a break from writing. But I found this year, maybe it's because of the time and space I had, that I missed writing. I missed being able to start to put another book together. And so I rejoined the top three book community, the group that helped me write the first book. And I started putting ideas down. And I have a decent start. And we'll share more as I gain more clarity on what the book will be about and the core message and the promise. And I'll share that all with you when I have it. But I'm excited to just get back in the process of writing again right now. So here's where I ended up on my dream life that I mentioned earlier in the episode. Remember, it's about be, do, and have in your life and in your career. So in the be category, I put be a person who is joy-filled and focused on the good things that life has to offer. 
be a light for others who struggle and can't see their potential or the possibilities that exist for them. Be present for my family and friends. In the do category, I wrote more self-care so that I can be healthy. Focus on my mission to help all the leaders that I meet amplify their voices and be visible professionally and personally. Give back to others through my business. Write more books. Create programs that transform leaders. And what I wrote in the have category is have experiences that bring lasting memories. Create the freedom of time so I can still serve clients in the best way and keep plenty of time for me and do what brings me joy. So as I look back on that list, I see all the things that I really gained clarity on and I had forgotten, honestly, that I wrote some of these things down. So I gained the same clarity that I actually already knew. Um, I just didn't realize it and I wasn't probably ready to hear it. Even though I wrote these things down, they were something that I wanted, right? Something that I wanted to create, but I hadn't figured out how to do it. And the more clarity I gained through these teachers I had this year of Susie and Bessie and my coach, it just helped me figure that out and and see it in a way that was clearer for me. So I was really excited to kind of go through that. And the lesson here for you is give yourself time to reflect on what you want. Focus on your self-care, what brings you joy and what makes you happy. These are the things I realized, uh, even though I went through some a few trials and tribulations this year, um, giving myself time and space allowed me to figure that out. So I want to know from you, what's your 2023? How was it for you? Did it accomplish what you wanted? Do you have a list that has some in progress but not yet completed two items as well? Are there some big things that you did accomplish and should be proud of? And I hope you're taking the time to celebrate those wins. It's so important to do that. There's been a lot going on. It seems that that's been true for many years, uh, especially recently in the last two to three But this one feels a bit different. I think people are dealing with a lot of change and it doesn't seem to stop. So take the time, if you have a team or people that you're close to, ask them how they're doing. What do they need, if anything, from you? I mentioned at a speaking event that I did yesterday that leaders didn't used to have to worry about someone's mental health the way that we do today. So check in on your team, have a real conversation with them about how they're doing and what they may need from you. This has definitely been a year of change for me, my business, and my family. I continue to focus on slowing down and not getting back into the trap of busy. And I hope that this brings a little bit more awareness for you uh, if busyness is taking over your life and your time. Taking the time to focus on time and space has been a true gift for me, and I so needed it. I will let you know what my words and theme are for 2024 in a future podcast. Uh, There are a lot of great things that I'm working on to launch in 2024, and I'm very excited to share them with you soon. I wanted to take the time to thank my 24 guests who were on the show this year. Thank you to everyone who supported the show by listening to it, sharing it, recommending it. And for anyone who referred guests to me, I am so appreciative to all of you. Thank you to everybody who left me feedback and ideas or suggestions or just said, great job. I'm enjoying it. I appreciate all of it. Thank you to the Sheep Jam team for all the work with the podcast. I've been doing some work with the company and I'm teaching their podcast groups. So if anyone's looking to do a podcast, uh, you might want to join the group. Uh, We want to get more great podcasts out into the world. And so this is a way for you to do it if it's something that you've thought about but haven't really pursued yet. So let's transition into the visibility action plan. What is your theme or word of the year going to be? So think about that. Just start thinking about it. You don't have to finalize it yet, but find a quiet time to see what comes up for you. What will help you create the life and career that you want? All that you need to do is move one step closer to what you want and focusing on a word or theme for the year can help you get there. 
Have you written out your dream life and what it looks like and feels like to you? Who will you be? What do you want to do? What do you want to have? Make it big. There is no timeline that you need to have this done by, but it will help you gain some clarity maybe on what you want your life and career to look like. Is there something that you're longing for more of in your life? Is there someone who is doing something that you would like to do and you could learn from? Look for teachers who are showing you the way if you look for them. They might just be the right ones to help you like I found for me. And there are reflective ways to see new possibilities in so many ways. You can be inspired by books or people or something that you may watch on TV. Uh, There's all these possibilities out there for you to pursue. So look for ways to show up with happiness, positive energy, get what you want out of your career and your life. I'm wishing you all the best 2023. Happy New Year's Eve and Happy New Year's Day ever. And I hope that it's safe and you get to spend time with people you love. And I look forward to spending a lot of time with you in 2024. Thanks so much for joining today on the Visibility Factor Podcast. And we'll catch you on the next one in 2024. Thanks so much for listening to the Visibility Factor Podcast. Remember that visibility starts with small steps that are intentional and consistent each day. Be bold, be visible, be the leader you were meant to be. Find us and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you listen to podcasts. Follow us on all of our social media platforms, which are highlighted in the show notes. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time on the Visibility Factor Podcast.